Guys, today's episode is sponsored by Fidus Information Security. Keep your business safe with Fidus Information Security. They are a group of dedicated cybersecurity professionals that specialize in penetration testing. This means that Fidus look at every aspect of your business inside and out to make sure you aren't susceptible to an attack. Penetration testing starts with their Tiger and Crest certified consultants looking at your business's online assets to see if they can find any vulnerabilities. They then try and exploit these so that you can see what changes you need to make. So to find out more, head over to sd.fidusinfosec.com. Now get a pen and paper. I'm going to spell it out. That's sd, short for startup diary, sd.fidusinfosec.com. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Startup Diary Podcast. This is a little bit different to other shows that we've done. Normally we try and drop some knowledge on the show, but this is a general bit of a conversation between me and Harry about what you do with money. As you become more successful, how do you think about how you spend your money and the reasons why? This is a conversation starter, and we hope you join us in our Facebook group to carry on that conversation. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 275 of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I am with my co-host Adam Callow on the mics. You've got way <laughs> more energy than me this morning. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, right. and on that note, today we have a listener question from Peter Bowers. I believe this came in through the Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com slash groups slash Startup Diary Club. Hopefully you had a pen as you read that, guys. <laughs> Peter asks, what was the first thing you treated yourself to once you had decent money? Let you know when I get there. End of show. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> If you have a question, guys, you can email. <laughs> no, I think it's an interesting question. And I think that's one of the reasons that that when it came up in the live stream, I was like, actually, that's... When that sort of came into the group, I didn't really know what to make of it. So I guess I'll throw my two cents in just to put things in perspective from a company's perspective. And then... Yeah, I think the first thing I'd just like to say on that is like the, the phrase decent money. Yeah. Like to to different people that will mean different things like where is it is it the point where you have expendable cash you know what I mean like that's like the difference between being a child that has to ask for money to buy things or someone that has an income <laughs> and can afford to feed themselves yep like where like where's the line of decent money I think that's a personal question I think it's extremely subjective because I, think- I assure you I have, I have no decent money <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think it completely depends on uh, what your personal goal situations, life, like whatever, where you are in your lifetime and what you're doing will impact what you class as decent money. Mm. And we all know that like money can be the largest stress in the world for everyone. I think, and this will be interesting, I didn't know we'd go here, but what do you, what would you class? And I'm not talking about, a, a f- I, mean, I don't need a figure. What do you class as decent money when you hear that? Well, I think it's a, it's a really weird question because like, like we're saying, what is decent money? Like winning the lottery is decent money because it's just a huge lump of cash that all of a sudden lands in your account and you can just splurge it on whatever you want. 
I think mo- <laughs> I think most people <laughs> financial advice from Harrison Munch. When you get a lot, spend a lot. Um, it's it's a tricky one because I don't I don't think I've ever really had a. Let me take it back. I think you most people because like your income, for example, tends to gradually increase yep. at a steady pace. Your living standards tend to grow according. So. For most people, available cash, for example, probably stays roughly the same. Um, but the standard of like, the, like, yeah, you get a bigger house because you can afford more of a mortgage, for example. So, yep. so like to me, when I hear had decent money, what what is actually asking is what was the first thing you treated yourself to once you'd built up a little bit of a of a saving a nest egg. Yep. Yeah. To 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 treat yourself because you've worked hard for it is what I'm kind of getting from that. Okay. Um. The way that I the way that I sort of perceive like decent money is just having options. Mm. I think is the and it's going to sound really fluffy, but I think like the ability to go on a vacation as if we're in America, go on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I use Gmail and it says like mm. vacation responder on mm. or off. Um, I think it's just the ability to have options and. Uh, well, here's a, let, let me ask you another question that okay. might answer this question is... Um, Very meta. What's what's the biggest thing you're shooting for at the moment? What you say, like, what are you saving for? What are you aiming for? What's the big thing? Like I did Japan yep. last year. That was something that I've had in my mind for since I was 13. It's been something I've always wanted to do, but it's been quite a, a big financial investment to make sure I actually get the most out of it. So I obviously went for three weeks and, and and all that jazz so it was a big investment in time and money but that's something that's just been on the horizon that i've been waiting to do when i can afford to makes sense i think uh so for me if you asked me that probably a year and a half ago i was saving for a deposit for my house mm-hmm. um yep. so i think i think that's what it comes down to sort of like life events uh, and then when you're saving for a deposit for a house i don't think you class yourself as having decent money because you just think it's tied up and i need it for deposits yep. um now sort of like three things on my sort of uh, plans and agenda there's nothing there's not like a big purchase mm. um, I don't really want any more things and I think I'm and I'm sort of a, not against things but I think I'm just aware now that like I don't really need any more things uh, so for me it's put a bit of money aside for the kids every month so I save uh, for them every week mm-hmm. uh, sort of a me- that's a sort of a, an ongoing thing a, a medium thing is uh, we're taking the family to America next year cool where are you uh, going? Uh, we're going to Florida, I believe. I could be completely wrong. It's Anaheim in Florida. Hey, Siri. Is Anaheim in Florida? Anaheim is in Orange County, California. Swing and a miss. We're going to California. California. <laughs> uh, because I think that's where I like. <laughs> I hope to God the wife doesn't listen to this because she was literally telling me about this last night in terms of the plans. That would be nice, um, California. Anaheim. So we're going to Anaheim, which is like Disneyland, I believe. And then we're taking a drive up to Vegas. It's like Disneyland. No, as no, in that's like where, the place is like Disneyland. No, no that's, where, that's where Disneyland is. Like Anaheim is like next door to Disneyland. I'm 100% on that. Hey, Siri. <laughs> Is there a Disneyland near Anaheim? One option I found is Disneyland Park on South Disneyland Drive in Anaheim. Is that the one you want? Thank you, but no, thank you, sorry. Thank you. Okay, so I didn't know. I didn't know that there is a because I did Disneyland when I was like eleven with the family. That was Florida. 
Where am I going? Uh, California. 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 <laughs> okay, cool. Obviously, so, there's a lot of Disneyland's in America. So, uh, and Sarah's dad, so the wife's dad goes there like every two, three years. So, it's, I think it's the last time they're doing it. So, we wanted to go okay. with, our, with our boys. And then sort of long term for me, oddly, I've started to save for something that I'm not going to do for uh, at least eight years. So, like one of my bucket list items is I want to take the kids on a proper safari. So, like three, mm-hmm. four weeks South Africa. Um, and it's... So Southwest Midlands. Midlands <laughs> <laughs> Safari Park drive through. Um, That'd be cool. So that's, so that's for me. That's just one thing that I've thought. That's on my bucket list. Um, gonna actually, I've, I've actually started putting the odd fifty quid, hundred quid here. There, just I don't know, just a, a move towards the right direction. Mm. Um, but in terms of like money, that's that's the things that I'm sort of saving for. But I think, what do you treat yourself with? Like, what's a what's a luxury item that you don't need? that you sometimes buy because like you know what I just want it it's really hard it's not beneficial it's really hard to answer that to be honest because if I think about like my phone like my tech I treat myself to tech mm. um, but I think every, I don't think that's an explosion. it serves a little bit of a purpose though as well so it's kind of yeah, just, no. it's justifiable <laughs> I, I agree and that's why I run it through the business um, so because it is a business phone <laughs> so I think uh, from a personal perspective I don't really I don't really buy anything. Honestly, I don't really mm. buy anything. If you gave me, if I didn't have my personal bank card with me six days a week, it would make a difference because I just like, I just get on with work. I, I enjoy mm. what I do as a job. Um, and then on a Sunday, my only really expenses and splurges are like cinemas and meals. I just, that sort mm. of thing. So there's nothing drastic there. I think when, so was it Peter that asked this question? It was Peter. I think what Peter was I think what we're kind of hoping for is I know there's a lot of people and to be honest I, I was in the same boat that you sort of create milestones for yourself in terms of um, when I'm able to afford this I will buy it because that's my way of rewarding myself mm. for that level of success and I'm I'm probably going to nick something here for, I, I'm a fan of I haven't actually consumed any of his content in probably the last four to eight weeks but Gary Vaynerchuk one thing that I really like about Gary what who? he says one thing that I like, he's <laughs> trying to bait me here, people. One thing I like about what he says is, and he had to sort of like pull himself back to explain it, is people spend too much time and spend too much money buying things to impress people they actually don't give a shit about. Mm. So if, to one, one thing I just want to get the mics to talk about, I guess, on this is, if you are buying something because you want to show someone that you've got the Range Rover or you've got the Breitling watch or the Montblanc, whatever it is, if you're doing that because you want to show to other people, I think you probably need to check yourself at that point in time because that is a very young, immature way of looking at the world. But we all do it and we've all done it. And I 100%, when I started off, I wanted to get a nicer car. I want Because mm. I wanted to show, and that wasn't, for well, that's other... why you're rolling in, in your Jack Wills and your North Face beanies and your... Well, just I'm just going to address that. Watch and... So this was a Christmas present, so that's separate. <laughs> Didn't treat myself. My North Face beanie was from an outlet store at 60% off. It was 16, 14 pounds. So, you... Uh, I think the, the point I wanted to make on that is treating yourself is amazing you've mm. got to do it how you do it is more of a reflection in terms of who you're trying to impress if you're trying to celebrate a win i'm all up for that and one thing how i like to do it is uh, occasions so like mm. drinking and hotels and that sounds <laughs> odd <laughs> like going away and having fun like that's the thing that i like to do i, I prefer to go and have 
experience. Um, an experience. That's what I'm trying to work out. I'm trying, I prefer to have an experience as a milestone. And that's why if you look at what I'm doing, it's saving for the kids, saving for a holiday next year, and then saving for a very large holiday in like 10 mm. years' time. Um, but what I think it comes down to is, one, who are you trying to impress? Secondly is, what are you trying to build? Mm. Because I think... There's, there's a lot of people that I meet that it's very clear that as the business starts to tick over, they start to take more money out of the business because they can. And I think this is where I sort of position this as, are you running a marathon or a sprint? I took, I, I got what's called an SA302 when I was trying to get my mortgage. Mm-hmm. So the, my first year salary was 7,100 pounds because that's, that's what I needed to take out of the business to live, basically. My second year salary out of the business was 11,500 pounds. The only time I've moved my salary up is when my life required me to make more money. Needed a house, mm-hmm. had kids. There's just more costs. Uh, so that's because what I'm trying to do is leave as much money physically as I can in the business to allow me to grow a big business because I own a lot of equity in the business. Like the bigger this thing becomes, the more my upside mm-hmm. is. So I'm basically just trying to double down on myself and the company all the time. And I think too many people take too much cash out of the business when they can because they've got what, they, what they're trying to do with that money is mm-hmm. their motivations are wrong. Like, What's your thoughts in terms of, because it's like the marathon mentality versus the sprint. The sprint is I want to build a business. I want it to make some money. I want to buy a nice car and buy a nice house. But I think if that's what you're doing, you're in a really, really dangerous situation in terms of when things don't go well in business and you get challenged, your motivations you're really going to struggle to get yourself up and actually build this thing as an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, it, de- it just depends on what, like you say, it depends on the business you're trying to build. If you're trying to build a lifestyle business that just funds you and your lifestyle, as in you want the nice car, you want a nice house, but you like you you know where that sits financially, so you're going to build something that just f- feeds that. The situation you're building at the moment is you've got staff and you're trying to you're trying to build a business that works for everyone as opposed to just fill in your back pocket yep i think well, i actually think i didn't even take it that way in my head but i think what you just said is a really really valid point in terms of if you are a one man one woman company and you are building a lifestyle business then 100 and if you if that's what you want to do then i actually completely support the idea mm-hmm. of you move yourself from earning 60k as a consultant to 100k go and deploy that extra 40 because you're, you've only got a certain amount of hours mm. you can work. There's no other reinvestment that you can do into the business. So go mm. and put that into something that you're going to enjoy. Yeah, I guess it all depends on your aspiration in terms of what sort of business that you want to run. Like, like my, and there's no there's no right or wrong on this mm. as well. That's what I want to. I don't want to come on the show and talk about like preaching yeah, and no, what's no, right no. or wrong. There's a uh, one of my dad's friends actually who he's just popped over, and I know him from way back when uh, they were in a band together. Um, and basically, he he lives. He actually lives now just outside of Prague. Is it? Um, I can't remember where it is now. My Mate, my, my you, geography you, is terrible. You barely know but, the, the towns adjacent to where you live. Yeah, but he lives. Uh, he's got a wife and two kids. Uh, lives just outside of Prague. What he does is he travels back to the UK for two weeks of the month. He does. Uh, he does his rounds um, again. Don't know the area he works in, but he basically just cleans uh, windows yep. for for nice houses. Does that for two weeks of the month. He then flies back home and spends two week two weeks at home with the kids. Doesn't have a flash car or anything like that, but 
he, the, he's built his lifestyle to come over here, make make a bunch of money that covers him for the rest of the month, goes home, and it funds his family. See, I, I have a load, I have a load of respect like. for that because that guy is self aware. That, that work life balance, he's he's managed to get his. He's is not put. He could stay in the UK and just put all that money into a like fancy car and everything like that. What he's just built his lifestyle in a way that he's just funding his life and family back home. So I love that. Just because, uh, the thing about that for me is he's so self-aware in terms of what he wants out of life that mm. he's built his job, his career, his lifestyle around that. And I think I don't want to go too far off Peter's question, but the question around what do you treat yourself to? That's all. That's all decided in terms of what you're trying to build. Mm. And a hundred percent, you need to celebrate the wins. Like that's one thing that we probably don't do enough of. Um, but I just wanted to, I guess, just jump on the mics and just talk it through in terms of don't make the mistake that I see so many people make, which is talking out of both sides of their mouth, which is I'm trying to build this big business, make a big impact mm. as they roll up in a Range Rover with a three-person company that's got no money in the bank. Mm. Like really work out what you're trying to do because I think the most dangerous place to play in, as always, is in the middle. Like you either have to eat shit, build an empire or be a solopreneur one man one woman company lifestyle business mm. the middle is where people get caught out uh, and that's i'm hoping that's what sort of helps people on the show is actually what do you want to achieve and what's the last dumb purchase that you've made that you think actually i if i'm trying to build this big business i could have used that three thousand pounds mm. or the 400 pounds i spend a month on my car i could actually use that on a va or a, a, a marketing campaign mm. to double down it's just thinking short-term versus long-term. And I guess it's so hard to do because if you asked me this question three years ago, my answer would have been so different. Like, and again, life happens, like kids happen. And like you just really get to a point where you go, actually, my, the measure of my success and what I'm trying to do is all, all um, measured in terms of the impact that I'm making, uh, the, the the happiness of the team, my ability to pay the team the correct salaries mm. and support them. I think you just sort of, over time, work out what, what makes you happy uh, and where you want to spend your energy. Uh, and if that is on a Breitling watch or a Range Rover, I'm not calling you out for it. I'm just saying, don't say that and then say you're trying to build this empire on the side. But if they've bought nothing else for themselves until they've bought that watch, then... It's a really hard question. Swings, like, swings it's a, around. About it's a really hard question. I, I think it's just. It's just. I think it's a combination of priorities and what you consider treating yourself. Like I think the point is, is if you want the watch or the car, then and if, and that is the focus, and you've not spent a penny on anything else considered a treat until you've bought that thing that you've been saving for for however long. Then I think that's a, that's I think that's fair for anyone. No, to I do. think there's there's one more question. Like if if you want the watch or the car, great. Why? That's the question everyone... But if the answer is because I've always wanted that. Awesome. Love it. As long as that's the truth and you're not bullshitting yourself. Mm. As long as that is the genuine truth. So here's a a great example. And this is me being super honest. I want a Patek Philippe watch. I don't know how much they cost. I know they're a fortune. I don't even know what the brand is. So I I want Petit Philippe. Patek Philippe. I might be pronouncing it completely wrong. Patek Philippe. Yeah, it's, it sounds about right. And someone's going to come into the show and be like, "You fucking pronounce it right." I don't know. I don't, I don't French. I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking own one yet. Uh, so and you never will with that attitude. I, <laughs> I just remember probably 15, 18 years ago, 
there was a magazine at school and uh, it's a glossy fancy magazine and one of the ads just oh i've told okay. you that before. yeah 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 and it's about inheriting yeah or... it, that, the advert and it just stuck with me and it still does it said you never own a Patek Philippe. You merely hold it for the next generation. And the image, the copy, the watch itself, I actually don't find that attractive. What's it called? Patek Philippe. So I think it's P-A-T-E-K Philippe, as in Philip, yeah, the French yeah, version. Yeah. A couple of extra L's and an E. <laughs> oh my gosh. Give me a price tag, Harry. Uh, so just on Google, um, we've got one that is 202000 a cheap one here for 45k used one for 20k a, another used one for 616,000 pounds cool so I'm never it doesn't gonna, even look that nice <laughs> so i'm never gonna buy a protect Philippe clearly because i didn't i i, ex, I expected like a 10k price tag or something. but but here's the thing for me is let's just say ridiculous wealth is made i would go and buy myself a 40k watch okay and I know there's much better things for me to do with my money, and I would need to make a fucking shit ton to warrant that. But it's not about the watch for me at that point in time. It's mm. not about owning that watch so I can show it to someone. It's because at a very young age, that watch made an emotional impact to me that meant that when I have it, I want to pass it on to the next generation for me. So, guys, well, if you'll, you... be, you'll be paying it off for generations <laughs> anyway. The mortgage you have to get out on it. But, that, but the, the point that I was trying to make, and I didn't realize how expensive it was, and to be honest, I, I couldn't pull 40 on a watch, regardless how much... I couldn't do it, like, regardless. I don't care. Like, drop the lottery on me, don't care. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, if you've got an emotional attachment to something and it's genuinely an, a, a goal, personal goal for you, mm. there's no harm in that. Like, enjoy it. Like, at the end of the day, guys you're trying to build a business and a business has to spit off profit and what you choose to do with that profit is your responsibility you're the owner you make the decisions you call the shots uh, but what what i want you to do is just be really self-aware in terms of the money you take out of the business is the lifeblood of the business so if you're trying to build something big go for the marathon and, and just try and leave the money in the business because you don't need the flash car you don't need the, you don't need all that bullshit you don't need all those expensive purchases if you're running a lifestyle business and it's your way of treating yourself because that's what you set up to do from day one, mm -hmm. enjoy yourself. Um, this is a really woolly answer to Peter's question, but I wanted to talk about it. I, because think, it, I think it gives a gist of where your head's at on it. Where's your head at it though, most importantly? I never buy myself anything nice. No, I'm joking. Um, again, tr what do you treat yourself with? Well, it, when... When I had a, when we did some work and I had a large sum of money, what I actually did was cleared some of my debt. You're so financially responsible sometimes. But, it's so boring. But I that, gave you all that in fifties as well, like, like trying to tempt you to like do something interesting with it. And you're like, oh, I'm paying off. Debt. You got to pay the Pied Piper at some point. <laughs> uh, but that was from some of my Japan holiday. So okay. like, I I use credit to buy the things I want and then have to pay it off over a period of time. So, but let's just let's just take it like ten years forward, and you've got disposable income. What would you treat yourself to? I do holidays. Yeah, holidays. is that an age thing though? Like over time, because whether I think I learned a lot from you in terms of like you just don't need shit. Like you just don't yeah, need it's, shit. It's, it's one of them things where now that it, it it was what I was saying to start at, at the beginning of the episode is when you when you become of as of an age where you can in general afford things yep. that you want. When you're a kid, you want everything. 
but your parents never let you have it or you or when you're a teenager you're not necessarily earning enough to buy what you want the older you get the wiser you become in general um, and the more expendable cash you have you get that tipping point of well I have got this money and I can buy kind of whatever I want within reason but I actually don't really need it anymore so it's not much of a driving force like back in the day I used to love playing Xbox I could buy any game I want now I don't have any time to play games anymore (laughs) So I don't buy any. And it's that weird tipping point where you wanted everything when you were younger, but then when you're old enough to actually buy it, you start prioritizing things that mean more to you. And that's when holidays and going to places to experience things became more interesting and worth set. Like it cost 10 times more than a game would. Yeah. But I'd rather spend four or five grand on a three week holiday, which is something that you're never going to forget rather than some material thing. If you ha- like, for example, I've got an iPhone 7. I bought a 7 brand new when the 8s were out just because it's like, I needed a new phone, but I don't need to be spending like- how much I hated I, you for that decision. I don't need to be spending 60 quid a month on a new phone. Yep. Like I've got, I just don't need to. So it's just, it's just be being a bit smarter about what you can afford and what you consider a treat. I spend a lot on my footwear because I like the shoes. <laughs> there we go. Because I like... They're probably the biggest... I was going to take it that way. They're probably the biggest things I spend my money on Because now. it's so out of context for you. Mm. So out of context But like I you. buy the rest of my clothes from Primark because yep. they're half decent. These jeans that I'm wearing now, Primark, they've outlasted two pairs of River Island jeans that were three times the price. Like... So let me... Okay, let me just throw this just to wrap up. You get a bunch of disposable cash. What is the thing you do treat yourself to? Assuming I've got no debt that I need clearing. You're all good. You're all good. What is the thing? And it can't be an experience. What's the th- What's the thing that you buy to treat yourself to? That's you- a very difficult question because I would look around my house and think, I've kind of got everything. I'd buy a camera. I'd buy a new camera. Cool. Just a better one, basically. You know, but I've got a camera. But the statement you just said is what everyone needs to understand is if all your debts was paid off and five grand or 10 grand or 20 grand has landed, you'd actually str- and it, you'd actually struggle to work out mm. like, where do I deploy that? And when you guys listen to that, just think about that for yourself. I know you, everyone's got debt, everyone's got things to pay out for. Mm. But it will really help you put things in perspective in terms of like why you want to achieve the things you want to achieve and as soon as you can understand actually once and there's this thing I don't know it's like 80k a year or 70k a year there's a certain tipping point that as soon as you hit that number you actually don't need any more mm. money and it doesn't impact your level of happiness so I guess it's like where is your personal tipping point what do you need to get to because once you sort of understand that like the only thing I need to do right now in my when I think about finances I don't think about my finances I think about the company's finances mm. which is hard as a founder because it's like you need to be, it's like juggling two lives basically. It's like in personal life, how do you do that? And then the business, how do you make sure that's, but that's the job of the, mm. the founder. I think once you understand, actually, I don't need to take a ridiculous salary out of the business. As the business is better, I've got equity, I've got my upside down the line. Like what is the things that I want? I enjoy, I enjoy what I do. Like mm. I enjoy that and I enjoy one or two days a week at the weekend doing experiences. Uh, so I'm, I, there's nothing from a decent money perspective that I I need or want to buy. Um, and I guess the, the question for the audience is, I'm really, really, this is a really hard topic. And I'm glad I we th- just had a general conversation. I want to hear in the group. Yeah. So someone in our Facebook group, when you get to this part of the episode. Startupdiary.club is the... 
is not where to go. Go Startup to Fa- Diary Club. Go to Facebook and that type in just Startup. In I know there. it doesn't. Go to Startup Diary Club. Go into Facebook, search for that. And someone who's in the group right now, please start this conversation. I'm super keen to hear what you guys think about this topic. Like, what is your personal ambition and why are you putting in 70-hour weeks, 80-hour weeks? Like, what is the actual reason? Is it financial? And be fucking honest. Is it financial because you just want to go and buy a holiday home and retire early? Like, what is the reason that you're doing what you're doing? Because I think it's such a hard question to answer. Mm. And Uh, I I think the main thing is it's... so long as the thing because where my head was at is is the thing that motivates you like if and when you get the nice car or the nice watch it still motivates you to keep driving forward and pushing beyond then that's surely a good thing because you've you've got the thing that you've always wanted and you're even more motivated like but that's the, the risk the issue is is when you've got it you you're sell like, you're like yeah that, that's that's the fear mm. is like if you decide there's a once I do this I get that you then have to then start making these milestones. Mm. And if the first one that you do it with is a thing, a watch, a car, I just feel like you're going to be on this treadmill of, fuck, mm. I bought the watch, got the car. and now I need the 600K watch now. <laughs> now I've got I've got no extra family members, but I'm going to buy a bigger house because I can afford it. Mm. Cool. Got a bigger house now. Now I need to buy a holiday home that I'm never going to fucking visit because I work all the hours under the sun. <laughs> cool. Like, when does it stop is mm. the question. So celebrate you. <coughs> Fuck me. <laughs> we'll wrap this up. So that's my question, guys. In the group, get in there and tell us. And it's a personal question. I get it. But get in the group and start the conversation. Someone tag me and Harry in it. So I feel like after the back of this. Fuck me. <coughs> Restart. <clears throat> finish come off from when when does the cycle end and that's what I want to re- <laughs> and that's what I want to leave it on I want to know if, from your perspective in the group someone start the conversation there is a risk that when you start a business you get on this treadmill and where you're running and what you're running for is so important that you get right and it will change over time as life changes for you I'm super interested to hear what you guys think about it. Me and Harry will jump into the conversation. Someone start it. Someone tag us in it. I'm going to... Harry, have we, anything else to say? I want to leave it here. I just want to... Yeah, no, no, I just want to hear what people... I think this is more of a conversation starter compared to a dropping knowledge on the show. 100%. Remember, if you want to be involved in this conversation, head over to facebook.com slash groups slash startup diary club. Oh, why do you... Or... You say that link because you're the one that set that link up and you know how That's to do That's the link. If you put that in to a browser it will take you to our group we'll go to facebook Facebook. and search for startup diary club give them the link again harry i feel like facebook.com slash groups slash startup diary club join the group guys hopefully we'll see you in there and if you have any questions for the show you can ping it across to questions at startup diary dot club that's where the dot keeps throwing that is the email address guys questions at startupdiary.club I so apologise for my nasally sound today Mm. I am under the weather Harry has some editing to do (laughs) on that note stay tuned for Friday's episode see you guys later